Hi, listeners. Welcome to the She Speaks Life podcast, a weekly encouragement where we share our God stories. I'm your host, Jamie Elizabeth, and I am so glad you are spending time with us today to listen. Hey, friends. Today I'm here with Leah Lively. Hi, Leah. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, Jamie. Thank you so much. I love that you are a fellow lit sister from a Beth Moore event that we both attended. And she put this event on for women under 40 who feel led to write and speak. And it was all based out of the first and second Timothy on encouraging the generation before you who are called to be sent out. So it was really amazing. It was an intimate, smaller experience. And although, Leah, we didn't meet physically, we kept in touch virtually and through the private Facebook group that they set up for us afterwards. And I can't wait to hear what God did in and through you after you got back. We would love to get to know you more and just share a little backstory. Yeah, I am married with four children. I have two teenage daughters and then two kids in elementary school, a boy in the middle, and then my youngest is also a girl. So bless his heart. I still always say I don't know what to do with this boy. (laughs) He's nine years old now. I still don't know what to do with him, but he's been a fun, help our family mix things up a little bit. So Yeah, shake Um, it up a little bit. Is he mommy's boy? good mixture of both. A mixture. Okay. Yeah. So much like his dad. So it's really fun to see it's I I tell my mother in law, I feel like I'm raising my husband because it's so much like his (laughs) daddy, but but it's a good mixture. So it's a lot of fun. And we live here in Virginia. We've lived here mostly all of our life. And the interesting part is that the the few months we did not live in Virginia is when I got to go to LIT. We were in Roanoke, Virginia for about 15 years, and we decided to pursue a career change for my husband, and that happened to be in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And Mm -hmm. so we ventured down there, and um, the story around that is just all God. But we got there in the midst of some racial strife, racial things going on in that area. So I had some fear going into Mm -hmm. that and bringing my family into that. And there had actually been a police ambush shooting three weeks before we got there. And we were, it was a time where I had to say, okay, God, I know you're taking us there for a reason, but we are just going to keep trusting you and just know that you've got something there for us. There's some, some reason you're bringing us there. We get there and not long after we moved in is when, uh, I don't know if you remember the massive flooding that happened. Yeah. Then Mm -hmm. And so that happened in our area and a five mile radius around our house was completely underwater and the events, the things that happened once we moved there, it was still kind of like, okay, God, (laughs) one on top of another. Why are we here? (laughs) Through all of that, God just connected us to that community. I developed such a compassion for these people that I didn't even know. Mm -hmm. And um, we helped in flood relief and helped in a lot of ways with a lot of the flood victims and formed a bond with people in that area that 
in such a short time that I mm. would never have imagined. Yeah, I I like to say the tragedy creates unity. For sure. In the midst of all of that is when I met a good friend who was a writer and we bonded right away over that. And she was the one that actually, when I saw the, I don't know if it was a Facebook post or whatever that Beth put out about this writing conference, I immediately said, we've got to do this. We've got to do this because for us, it was Mm -hmm. in Houston. For us, that was a five hour drive. That was so mm-hmm. easy and doable. And yeah. so we hopped on as soon as the tickets opened up and the site crashed because so many people oh. got on there because they were only, originally it was only going to be about 200. Yeah. I have to quickly share my experience with that real quick. Yeah. Yours crashed. So we decided, I think it was over Thanksgiving week or uh-huh. something when the registration happened. Yeah. Yeah. And I literally set my phone alarm to the time where registration was going to open up. We decided, you know, during that time, because it was holiday week, we would go down to Galveston, which is a, mm-hmm. for you that don't know, it's a kind of a beachy area in Texas. And I'm sitting here doing cartwheels with my daughter and playing on the beach and just da da da, not even really remembering at all that this is <laughs> like the most major event of yes. my life that I wanted to do. Yes. And totally missed the registration. Mm. I went from cartwheels with my daughter to looking at my phone and realizing I missed it crying my eyes out and then getting on a waiting list, right? And then, of course, God will totally make a way when no man can shut the doors that God wants us to walk into. So obviously, I was able to make it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So they changed the venue to open it up to more people. So we made arrangements to drive there. And another friend of hers went with us who is also an aspiring writer and speaker. I had no idea. So I did not know her. And I had only known this other friend for a few months. And we just laughed that we just decided to take a road trip together and share a hotel room. And uh, I've never been to Houston. uh, And I was the one driving. (laughs) So, So going into that, you know, I went for writing purposes. But the Lord showed me that if you want to influence people for me, you've got to be a woman of the word. And I was not. I had done a hundred Bible studies. I had led a hundred Bible studies. So, you know, I I knew how to do that. But as far as having a craving to get into God's word every day, it wasn't there Mm -hmm. at all. And I just remember in that conference, Beth saying, you've got to pray. You have got to ask God, God, make me a woman of the word. And I did. And I praying, Mm -hmm. Lord, make me a woman of the word. Beth want, make me a woman of the word. So many things about that conference. I think we could go on and on about. Yeah. It just shows that when you pray for something, God will give you the desires of your heart, you know, as you're delighting in him. Like we, we have to look at that first sentence, delight in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Exactly. So I just love that he gave you exactly what you wanted. 
And two, there was a lot of tools that I sat in on her daughter's little seminar about actually reading the Bible and got yeah. a lot from that about reading it in larger chunks because the Bible wasn't written. It was written as a whole book. So you need to sit down and read it in its entirety, read a book in its entirety or read several chapters together because it just makes to, to get the whole big picture. And so I came home and immediately dove into Paul. I wanted to read more about Paul because, you know, that's who you hear about your whole life is Paul and the great missionary or whatever. And so I just felt like, okay, yeah. I want to, I want to read more about Paul. And so I just kind of dove into Acts and his letters and just got to a place where I wasn't just reading the Bible because that's what you're supposed to do as a good Christian. But I was, I wanted to know his story. Who is mm -hmm. he? When did he live? Why did he make the decisions he made? What drove him to do this? The Lord just kept prompting me to ask those questions. And I was just eating it up. And I had kind of been writing a nonfiction book at the time. And so that's kind of was my drive to go to the writer's conference, but just still kept pursuing that. But as we moved to Baton Rouge in August of 2016, by March of 2017, the job that took us there downsized and decided to remove my husband's position. Only been there a few months. And me being in the word and then getting to, or I was just craving it, Having that event drop into our life of, oh my goodness, now my husband has no job. We've never been without a job before. Just right. caused me to crave it even more because, okay, I can rest in this. And thankfully, you know, the Lord provided really quickly a new job, but it brought us back to Virginia. And we had made all of these amazing connections and friendships in Baton Rouge. We weren't ready to come home. We missed our family. We missed our friends in Virginia, but we just weren't, mm -hmm. we weren't ready to come back. But yet again, I could rest in. God had a purpose for us coming to Baton Rouge and God has a purpose for us to return to Virginia. It just shows that God's word is that solid foundation and that anchor of hope so that when we do get rocked in this world, circumstances happen, we won't be shaken because we're standing right. on firm foundation. I could just continue to trust in that and show my kids the same thing. This is what, yeah. this is the things that happened in Baton Rouge and they had a lot of great experiences too. And we're so thankful for that. God had a place for us there. Now God has a place for us back in Virginia. And so we moved back the summer of 2017 and not to the same city. Um, we're in a different area now, but we're actually closer to family. We were when we lived in Roanoke. But I just knew God had a reason for it. And so I started, once we got in and settled more, I was looking forward to really going deeper into my writing and joined Hope Writers, which is Emily P. Freeman mm -hmm. and Brian Dixon. They created this writing community online just to encourage you, whatever stage of writing you're in, to encourage you to continue on that path. And they just provide you the tools that you need, whatever stage of writing you're in. And it's this fantastic 
community of encouragement and support. And I said, okay, I, you know, I want to really get serious about my writing. And in that side, my nonfiction book, it just wasn't time. God made it clear that it just, it wasn't time yet. You've got some work to do on yourself on getting into the word. And as a part of trying to build my website and the things that I was learning through Hope Writers, I really felt led to put some sort of Bible study together and offer it on my site. And the more I started working on it, I thought, you know, I really, this is more, this is more than just something to offer on my site, because I really started to develop a part for people who want to get into God's word, but are intimidated by it, or don't have a lot of time to sit down and do a longer, more in-depth study. I remember being a young mom, and I'm still some days in that place where I don't have time to sit down for an hour and focus on a Bible study. And so I wrote a study on the book of John. It's a 30-day study, and it just walks you through the entire book of John. I just, I wanted it to be something easy you could tuck in your bag and do on your lunch break or open it up while you're waiting for your child Mm -hmm. to get out of school and you're in the car rider line, or you're sitting at soccer practice and you can just pull it open and get in God's word because it's not what study you do. It's just the actually getting into God's word. That's all he wants. He doesn't want you to be stressed out over being in his word and experiencing him. Right. And I think moms get a little guilty and then they want to give up because they can't complete the homework. And like you're saying, Mm -hmm. the word of God gets us to know who he is and it gets us to know who we are. His desire is just that intimacy, that intimate personal relationship with him. And so the more I worked on it, this drive for, okay, this is what I want it to be. This is who my audience is. And so I self-published it and put it out on Amazon last May and just had a great response. My church used it in their summer women's Bible study. And it was the coolest thing. All of the things that God put in my heart for writing it when I would feedback, that's what people were giving back to me. Oh, I love it. Yeah, this was so easy to do. I took it on yeah. vacation. I was easily able to pick it up on vacation and do my day and then go on. And it just touched my heart so much just hearing the stories of just something that I just started doing out of my love for being in the Word. And I had one lady tell me that she had invited mm-hmm. her 80-year-old neighbor to their group study. And she said her neighbor read the entire book of John. She did the entire study. And at the end of it, she said, I did not know Jesus was God. And I said, that's it. Wow. That's it. And saying yes to being obedient to God. And I completely laid aside what I had. I'd been working on something else. I had no plans to do a Bible study. Right. Yeah. I wanted to make the Bible less intimidating and I wanted to give it to people so that they could crave it in the same way. Yeah. And little crumb size amounts. Right. So I wanted to, I just, God put it in my heart to continue. I had so many people ask me, what's next? What are you writing next? What are you doing next? And so just last week Mm -hmm. I put out a book on Acts. So 30 days in Acts. And I started with John because I just felt like that was a good place to start. 
with the story of Christ, the story of the gospel, who Jesus is. And I felt like for a new Christian, for a young mom, just it, I just felt like it was a good place. And I wanted Acts to be a continuation of John and what happens next and the concept of the Holy Spirit, the concept of the early church. And so I just released that this week. And I just, I love, since I dove into Paul several years ago, I was so excited to come back to Paul by reading Acts and going through his story and following him along on his journey. I love that you wanted to get to know Paul, the man Paul. That's what I'm getting out of you. It wasn't just he did and what he did for the Lord. And that's awesome. But most of us aren't getting to know the actual person. And I know when people preach from that perspective, it makes the messages come alive. Well, the thing that touches me about Paul is that when he was Saul, before he became a follower, you know, he was a Pharisee that persecuted followers of Christ and killed them and arrested them. But Jamie, he was just doing what he had always known, what he grew up in, what his family taught him. Mm -hmm. It's what he'd always known and how many, that's our story. Just do what we've always known until God comes in. Yeah. And I just felt that burden of his heart. And, you know, he talks about in his letters, he talks about having a a thorn in his flesh. And I just feel like, of course, no one knows what he's talking about. But I just wonder, is that life he led before the thorn in his flesh? Because it's always with him. And the, the story of his life before is always with him, but it's what he'd always known and he didn't know any different. And I think so many times, you know, there was a huge part of my life where I was very legalistic and God really had to come in and change my heart and show me where I was being a Pharisee. And I was just going on what I thought was right, what I'd always known. Mm -hmm. It it didn't reflect the love of Jesus. So that's, I'm so drawn to Paul in Mm -hmm. that way. So he just lived a life on what he'd always known. God intervened, flipped him upside down. He continued on with God. So good. So your new Bible study with Acts, have you started that with a a group? Yeah. So my church is going to use it again as their women's study for the summer. So I'm excited about that. I did some videos online last year to help guide them if they wanted to hop on and check those out. So I will be doing an online version of the study, just a weekly kind of a check-in and kind of talk about um, the week's study and the material. So I'll probably be doing that a few months. Things in our world are so up in the air right now. So we got to <laughs> figure out what what is um, going to work for everyone. But I do plan on doing something online as well. And that it's it will be on, it'll be through my Facebook page, which is just Leah Lively blog. Those videos will be posted there and all the information about my books, Bible studies coming up. And I do have a free download available if someone uh, goes to Amazon and purchases 30 days in Acts. And so I have a download that I can send to you. It is something that you can keep on your phone where if you're going through the study, you click on the day and the scripture 
click on the scripture and it takes you to an online Bible where you can read the scripture there or you there's an audio component. So if you're in your car and just want to read the scripture for the day, you can just listen to the scripture and just pull it up there. So that's something that and all of that is on my Facebook page, but you can just email me a screenshot of your receipt and I would be happy to send that free download to you. I love it, Leah. Give us a couple takeaways. Maybe there's a mom that is wondering, well, how do I crave the word? And I just know that's something that God's word does to us supernaturally. The more we get into it, the more we start to crave it. I know when I had littles, I had to sacrifice some sleep and actually get up an hour before or even 30 minutes, some kind of amount of time before they awoke. Uh, in the morning, just to get in my quiet time. But I love how you have these Bible studies where anytime you can just flip it open and get fed by God's word. Yeah, I just think go to the Lord in prayer. He knows your heart Mm -hmm. and he knows how hard it is to be a mama. He knows how tired you are. Just go to the Lord and say, Lord, this is what I want to do. I want to crave your word, but I'm so weak. I'm so tired, but I really want this. I want to be in your word and I want to be in your presence. And Jamie, it wasn't until I wholeheartedly prayed to be a woman of the word until I really began craving it. I think we don't think about that's what the Holy Spirit is for. The Holy Spirit is a part of us Mm -hmm. to overpower us to do the things what we are too weary to do on our own. And just praying for God Mm -hmm. to just fill you with that craving. And then just whether you use my study or not, my studies, when I tell you they're short, my book of Acts is a total of a hundred pages. But there's things at the beginning and things at the end. So the studies itself are not. There's It's a six-day study, and then you get a break on the seventh day where I have a devotional. You can catch up if you need to. Each day of study is only four pages, and they're, sh- they're small. Um, it's like the size of your Bible, like it's a small book. Mm-hmm. And take, whether you use my study or not, if you start with one of the Gospels, It's such a beautiful picture of Jesus and Mm -hmm. just say, okay, I'm just going to sit down and read the first chapter and underline, just say, God, just teach me, God, show me, open my eyes to what you want me to read today. And I actually guide you through this in my study each day, pray, start with prayer and then read through, underline, circle, put a big question mark. If you are really confused by something. God, I don't know what you meant by this. I have no idea what you're talking about. Put a big question mark there. It's okay. I have plenty of question marks written in my Bible. If you just jot things down in your journal that you want to go, there's so many great online Bible study tools. And I have all of these resources in the back of my studies that even that I use just that Mm -hmm. can explain the scriptures to you. There's great commentaries out there that Mm -hmm. explain can explain what you're reading uh, to get that bigger picture and to give you background on what you're reading, what's going on during that time. But just really dive into it. Um, Don't take it as face Mm -hmm. value, but dive beneath the surface. And really try to understand 
who these people are, where they lived, what was going on during that mm-hmm. time in the government, because that affected so much of the way these people lived mm-hmm. during the time. So just just don't be fearful of it. I think the Lord gave it to us yeah. as a gift and just pray and and don't be fearful of his word because there's so much he wants to reveal to you that I don't do that for you. God does that when you're in his word. Yeah. Um, so this is a time where you, you're you not being spoon-fed. I'm not spoon-feeding you the Bible. I'm yeah. not uh, giving you baby food. I'm giving you the meat to chew up and digest on your own and for God to reveal what he wants you to see through reading his word. So good. And I love having a journal mm-hmm. nearby just to write out mm-hmm. what you think that verse means to you. How does it apply to your life? What is it saying? And that kind of breaks it down into smaller chunks as well. Well, thanks, Leah, for coming on here and sharing your heart with us and what God is doing in and through you. And I just love, I'm I'm a Bible study junkie, so I know that that craving, I totally understand and love it when women have that similar like-minded interest in growing in God's word together as daughters of his. So thank you for coming on here. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening today. I trust that God has encouraged you through this message. For more information on this ministry and to access free downloads, please visit my website at jamieelizabeth.com and sign up. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook at Jamie Elizabeth She Speaks Life. That's J A Y M E Elizabeth She Speaks Life. Until next time, my friends, I pray God reveals Himself through your own life story.